This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And we're back. This is Vernon, and I've got Kyle Jenkins with me. Kyle, how's it going? Hey, Vernon's going all right. Going all well. the way in Dallas. <laughs> so. Ups and downs here, but I'm sure it's like that everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, uh, there's always, uh, in fact, we look at just the world stage uh, and all the stuff that's going on and talk about ups and downs. Uh, it's just, it's well, it's, it's in time crazy. Um, and, you know, not trying to be an alarmist or, but just looking at the reality of all this stuff that's going on, it does make one pause for a moment and say, Jesus, kind of looking up a little bit, <laughs> say, uh, is it now? <laughs> mm. <laughs> it is, uh, there is a lot going on. And, uh, you know, one thing that we always want to do on the podcast is in, is encouraging, uh, people in their walk, uh, and always as the mission at uh, grace ministries international, uh, or GMI, as we call it, uh, it's always to help people walk free. That's what we're about. And yeah. uh, we started this topic, your idea, uh, by the way, good one, I said, well, let's talk about freedom, which we hit um, uh, the last podcast or so, talking about freedom and what it is. But uh, it's like, okay, we know that in Christ I'm free. So there it is. There it is. (laughs) There it is. It's like, okay, that's it. Well, yeah, you're free. But if we ask for a raise of hands around the uh, virtual room, how many of you are consistently walking free? I mean, you are, you got it, man, not many. Uh, It's tough. And maybe churches make it tough, maybe with misinformation and all that we, but you know, um, it's, uh, we got a lot of stuff working against us. uh, Don't you think in this idea of walking free? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, you know, not just up against the, the world or the flesh, the flesh, the world, the flesh and the, and the enemy. So uh, several players involved. Oh, absolutely. And they're, yeah, they're gunning for you. But the beautiful thing is that, um, in Christ, we do have the victory and we, Mm. we've got, that's, we got to stand and start with that that we have the victory, but we wanted to kind of dig just a little deeper and talk about, okay, well, I'm free. So how do I experience the freedom? Or maybe we put it in the negative. Why am I not experiencing God's freedom? And we'll kind of mix it all together, kind of see where the conversation goes. But when people are not experiencing freedom, What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear someone says, well, you know, Kyle, I'm just, I I understand. Yeah, I I understand identity. I understand my forgiveness, but 
I'm not walking free. I'm not experiencing it. What What's the first thing that kind of you want to maybe start to 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 tell them? I I go immediately. What the Lord brings to my mind is immediately start with it's like well you're believing lie lie you know a lie or many lies, and and what is your source? Mm. Where is your source for living free? Uh, are you the source? Are you seeing yourself as the source? Or are you looking to Jesus as the source for this freedom that is already rightfully ours? So how do I know and how does one know if they're believing a lie if, well, that's what they've believed? Mm. How do we how do we start to root that out? Mm. Yeah, awesome questions. So needed. Um, what would you do? I, Someone's talking to you. How would you get them started? You, you know, I mean, it's God's given me such a retain recall brain. I could just start spitting out all the verses, and yet that doesn't. Uh, there's power in the Word of God. The truth sets us free. But it's like really needing to hear from Jesus on this. Uh, I got a. I got a. There, there's a few, you know, a couple guys that that I chat with, uh, some different people. And, you know, a lot of the time the Lord brings to my mind of dealing, what are these bottom, what are these lies? And we were talking before the podcast, a lot of it, you know, it all goes back to our woundedness, mm. to the wounds, to the, to the hurts, to the hangups. Uh, we, 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 we were talking about this question uh, or this statement. It's like, well, giving up on what's not working. Well, what is it that's not working? Well, it's what you believe, because since your beliefs determine your behaviors, Proverbs 23, 7, Matthew chapter 8 and 9, uh, tell us that uh, however we choose, to, it'll be done unto us how we choose to believe. As a man thinks within himself, so he is. Uh, and Jesus said, John eight thirty two. then you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. So needing to have really, this is a, a place where only God can reveal to us, well, Lord, what lies am I believing? Why am I believing those lies? And that causes us to then, you know, go deeper with the Lord in this intimacy of, well, should, you know, take me back to my past of these traumatic events that I've been through, rejections, hurts, uh, whatever's happened to you in your past. Well, God wants it. God was there in that in that past already. That's where you get to meet Jesus as healer. That's where you get to meet him as your healer. Uh, that's where you get to have that intimacy with him um, and then really have something to really have a real Jesus to share with others, with the fallen, broken, busted up, hurting world. Um, mm, that's and sometimes we don't sometimes we think, oh, I dealt with that. And well, we did. And we either dealt with it by stuffing it down or, you know, just looking past it so long we just forgot about it or tried to, but it's really there. Um, we haven't dealt with some things and say, Oh, here you go. Y'all are counseling ministry. You're going to bring up my mommy and my daddy and tell me that my mommy and daddy made me. Well, no, we're not saying your mom or your dad made you do anything. We're not saying the devil made you do anything. Only you can choose to do something. That's you know your choice. But, uh, but there are influences and there are hurts, real hurts that um, and it's sometimes it's family they always hurt the most 
mom and dad hurt the most, those that we trust in authority hurt the most, whether it's a family abuse or spiritual abuse, someone, a trusted person that has really wounded us. We've got to deal with that and not gloss it over, not try to justify it, not try to, oh, well, they were, maybe, they, everyone has a reason, hurt people, hurt people, get it, understand it, but don't gloss over the hurt. We have to learn to uh, really face it and embrace the hurt and the feelings and the emotions, especially guys, that's tougher, it seems, um, uh, yeah. to really embrace and understand and put a word to those emotions and and to, quote, deal with it. And and often, that how do you deal with it? Well, the first step is recognizing it and kind of sitting with it for a moment and understanding the impact, recognizing most often to deal with it is to forgive the one who hurt us, whether they're still around or not, doesn't matter. Yes. But that's often the first place, um, like the starting out of the gate, and, and that can open up a whole realm of experiencing Jesus mm. when we process through that uh, forgiveness. That's starting gate, people. Mm. That's that's getting it on the road to experiencing uh, the victory that is yours in Jesus. But that is not the end. And one reason is because because of that hurt and because of the emotions and however you, quote, really didn't deal with it back then, but you and I and all of us developed all of these coping skills and ways that we're doing our best to meet our needs and to make life work. And uh, we call that uh, in the New Testament uh, refers to that often with this word flesh is kind of how we how we deal with things the best we know how um, but we develop this and that almost becomes normal we, we we call it and tag it normal but well it, it's it's not really the normal Christian life but it's familiar I think that's mm. the better word it's it's comfortable and familiar, whether it's positive or negative. It could be we've dealt with it with drugs and alcohol and sex and, and porn and all kind of stuff that's really um, not helping us uh, in a community, societal, and, and in other ways. It's kind of, it's it's a downhill, but it's possible that you dealt with it in a very positive way. I'm going to overcome this and I'm going to go to school and get my education and get my master's and get my doctorate and get whatever else is after a doctorate. I'm not smart enough to know what that would be, but there's probably something after that. Um, and we go and do all the education or the work hard and we make tons of money and, and we still haven't dealt with it. We're not experiencing freedom. We're well off on one path and on the other path we're, scrambling to survive, but both paths, we're not experiencing Christ. Hmm. And I think you've uh, experienced some of that, and so have I. So what yeah. do you say? So yeah. here we go. I believed a lie. You've helped me identify the lie. And my, maybe my step is forgiveness. Often that's the first step. Um, yeah. What about that lie? 
so I've forgiven what there. That, that's a root. What do we need to do with that lie? We just start out. I just keep it simple. It's like, Lord, you begin to renew my mind. Like I need these lies uprooted and replaced with your truth. And, you know, whether people are into the, you know, scripture memorization, uh, I love scripture memorization. It's got to be that deep revelation, though. And God has to do the revealing. You could, uh, like our friend Mike Quarles would say, well, you could memorize the, the whole New Testament, but it wouldn't do you any good unless God reveals that truth to you that sets you free. Um, and Mike would say right with that, uh, Mike would say, you know, and he did, by the way, he memorized chapters and books of the New <laughs> Testament as he struggled with his addiction to alcohol. And he was basically a very biblically smart drunk, I think, in his uh, term. But, <laughs> but, uh, but he says, but, but when I realized and believed half of a verse, and I use mm. this all the time, uh, the same verse, when I realized that I was dead to sin, and a life to God, it was a game changer. Yeah. It's like not just quoting it and intellectually kind of seeing it, but really believing, wow, this is really true for me. Mm. And it made all the difference. So I think you're right on target. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, So much comes to mind. And, and for, for me, it, and I know how it is for for the rest of us in the grace communities that are you know experiencing freedom. Um, for me, it was like you know God revealed, and now it's now now it was time I trust. So you know believing faith, trust, trusting what God says is true, and now God Christ, I'm trusting you as my life now, as my source. I'm I'm walking out in faith, in belief, in trust. Uh, that this is true, and you are now my strength. You are, you know, your finished work. You're indwelling. You're indwelling me, Lord. So you're my victory. Um, and definitely not an overnight deal. You, you know, if this is the first time anybody's listening to the podcast and they landed on this message, it's not going to be a snap of the fingers, and you're just going to go off, and now your life is fixed. <laughs> Mm. You know, it's not going to happen. It, it will be a process. Um, but we encourage it, it the, the time and pace is okay. And uh, as you were, as you were sharing, I was thinking of with the woundedness, it, it's a lot, you know, it's easier to know. It, it's the grace to know that God knows exactly why we act in those ways. He knows mm. why you're acting in those, in, in the flesh patterns because of your woundedness. And those are those areas that he wants to heal to replace all those lies that, that we've uh, come to believe that are really just brought up by the enemy from the woundedness. And yet it is the truth that sets us free. And the verse that you mentioned that uh, our good friend Mike would quote, we're quoting from Romans uh, chapter six. And if we start in verse eight, it's like, well, how do we get to the practical here? Well, let's, let's just dive in on that a little bit. Um, just, a, just a bit. He says in verse 8 of Romans 6, now if we have died with Christ, and he's just told him all of this starting in uh, in chapter 6, verse 1, you really, when you go back to chapter 5 and 4, he's building the case, and he goes, he says you died with Christ, and he's saying, look, 
if you died with Christ and already told you that you did because you were in Christ and your old self was crucified with Christ, you died. He goes, now if we try, we died with Christ and you did, we believe that we should also live with him. Not just in the future, but if we died and participated in his death, then we participated in his resurrection. If you, he, It's like a conditional. If you believed he died, well, then you believe that when he raised, that you were raised. Did he rise? Yes. Guess what? So did you. And he says in verse 9, well, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is never to die again, death no longer is master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life, and that's going to be a key phrase because it's coming to us, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin. Why? So you'll be more dead? Hey, I'm going to choose, I'm going to consider myself dead today so I can make myself dead. That's not the point. He goes, even so, and the old King James word is reckon yourselves dead. It's not like, well, I reckon I'm dead. Um, (laughs) No, that's that that accounting term. That's like, it's true. Even so, consider yourselves. You are dead to sin but alive to God in Christ. Mm. And that's just the truth. You know, I don't, I just don't feel dead. I know. That's why Paul is telling you, hey, count it as truth because mm. you are. You don't feel dead. You got all kind of stuff coming at you. You're dead to that. And I'll often say that. You know what? I'm tempted. I feel that. I see it. I'm dead to that. I'm and better than that. I'm not only dead to sin. Mm. I'm alive to God in Christ. That is amazing. Yeah. And that's why Romans six twelve says this. Therefore, and we all know when you see therefore, you always ask, well, what is it therefore? Right. So. <laughs> Well, it's there because he just told you. And he goes, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. And here's that key, so that you obey your lust. No, so that you obey its lust. Sin is personified as a noun and as this entity, as this um this principle, um, and it has its desire, as we remember in Genesis 4, its desire is for you, um, and its desire, and not like for your good, its desire is to overcome you, <laughs> and and it's got all kind of lust. Don't let sin's lusts reign in your mortal body. And so that's the challenge. That's what, and and how? Well, first, consider yourselves and reckon to be true the, the fact I'm dead to sin and alive to God. So I can choose not to let this 
principle, this sin that's coming at me with all kinds of stuff, you, you're not going to reign today in this moment in my mortal body. I don't want to obey sin, your lusts. And I'm not going to, in verse 13, to present the members of my body, my eye, my arms, my hands, my legs. I'm not going to present that to you to have your way as an instrument of unrighteousness, but I'm choosing to present all of me, which God loves every part of me. I'm going to present my members to God. God loves my my bald head. Um, <laughs> I wish I had hair. God loves my head just the way it is. Uh, I'm going to present my eyes, my mouth, my arms, my hands, my feet, my legs. I present all of it. I present that to God as one who is alive from the dead, uh, as an instrument of righteousness to God. Here you go. And God has made me righteous. He said, uh, Paul said, I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved as righteous. You know, sin, sin is like a cancer and that in our body is decaying because of all this sin. But our bodies aren't sinful. Our body is affected by this thing, this principle of decay. Um, and it does affect our mortal body. That's why our mortal body, well, it's mortal uh, and dying. It wasn't In the beginning, it was not that way. And so, I, so God loves my body, my soul, my spirit, all of it. And I can come confident, and I don't have to present this incredible creation to sin, this entity, if you will, this principle to have its way. I can present it to God as an instrument of, isn't that cool that we can be an instrument of God's righteousness? I mean, that just blows my mind. Hmm. What, what Thoughts on that? Yeah, this uh, this is the the freedom core right here of, of just knowing that we already are right with God, that we're already dead to this uh, these sin issues, we're alive to God, already uh, creations of righteousness, no longer slaves of sin. Um, mm. And just you know, it's a process. It's a process of just learning this, renewing the mind daily. Um, I like how Colossians puts it, uh, set your mind. And I like how Bill Gilham used to say it. It's like, well, God wouldn't ask you to do it if he didn't think you could, or if he didn't think you couldn't. So when it says set your mind, I can, I can set my mind anywhere, anywhere we want to. I'm going to set my mind on what I know is true and offer myself. And just learning that moment by moment, knowing that it, well, it's already been forgiven, I'm now wanting to learn moment by moment. Okay, Jesus, how do you want to how do you want to meet my need? How are you meeting my needs? I'm being tempted in this area, but I'm going to trust you. I want to trust you right now in this moment that you're overcoming this temptation for me. Like mm. you said, I, I'm dead to sin. I'm, I'm considering it so not so that it'll be so, but because it is so. I am dead to this. I don't want to do this, Father. You give me the revelation on this. 
you just give us the revelation on this in uh, mm. giving ourselves, you know, showing our extending ourselves grace in time in growing in this. Um, because, of course, the enemy is not going to let up and he's, you know, going to want to get us into the comparing right. thoughts and the condemning thought, the shameful thoughts. So, you know, I'm, I'm this old now. Shouldn't I be a little bit further along the way by now? Uh, and that's all coming from the pit. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not a good shepherd voice. Now, do you, do you really think that our good shepherd is just shaking his head and kind of <laughs> pointing his finger and going, mm, 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 well, you should be a lot farther along than you are. I, I'm oh, going to just, I, I just have to tolerate you. Um, <laughs> no, do you know what he's doing? He's right there saying, man, do you know how much I love you? I am so for you. I am with you. Where do you want to go today? Mm. I'm with you. Oh, you want? Let's go together. Because he never leaves us, never forsakes us. Mm. Uh, his word for us is always peace and love and grace, always. Yes. And you know when I look at when I look at that verse twelve, and it says. In Romans 6, therefore, do not let sin reign, be the king, be the be the ruler uh, in your mortal body so that you obey its lust. You know that, that word lusts, um, epithumia, is a general word. Most of the time, it's got a negative connotation. But um, the word is really strong desire. And it's that context that, you know, Jesus said in Luke 22, uh, he goes, I have earnestly desired to eat the Passover with you. Hmm. I mean, it, it's 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 this earnest desire. The earnest desire of sin is for your detriment. It's for your it, it's to it's to it's uh, not for your good. It's for your bad. Um, do you know that in your new heart you have strong desires, um, and often when we're tempted. It's when our strong desires were enticed to fill these longings and desires that are good, that are just normal outside of God's design. Um, and that's where we get tripped up. The enticement is um, that either, number one, we think we, we're missing something, kind of like Eve. Um, she, you know, the, the enemy said, hey, you can be like God knowing good from evil, she thought that she was missing out. She was missing something, except the truth was that she was made in the image of God. She mm. was already like God, yeah. made in his image. And the and, and, and But that was a strong desire, and yet the enemy said, hey, no, you're, you're not quite there. No, 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 no. Uh, but if you do this, oh, you're going to know good from you will really be like god and she fell for it and adam fell for it and 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 well the rest is history literally but that's what the enemy does especially around the truth of our forgiveness the truth of our identity the truth of our victory oh yeah you 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 that's good you want to be victorious oh awesome awesome great if you'll just do this Oh, you'll be victorious. Mm. And 
And, just, and we get all wrapped around the axle on, on doing something to get more victorious or to get more dead um, or to get more righteous uh, or to get more peace. Folks, stop. Just stop. Uh, there's plenty of things to do that are good. I'm not uh, doing, there's nothing wrong with doing. Just don't be doing the doing to get what you already got. Mm. Uh, that's the trap. Yeah. Wrap us up with a couple uh, more thoughts on, around this idea. Yeah, the, the, with this whole, oh, you're complete in Christ and you don't lack anything. So we already have the victory. And some of the verses the Lord had, had used to really bring this home, and they're, and they're quoted in the Grace books, Mike's books, your books, um, and the different videos uh, that you can find online at GMI, Isaiah 50, 11. Uh, you know, God's speaking to the, uh, speaking, he's like, well, you who go in your own fires, in your own fire bands, talking about people in their own strength and resource. You, you know, if you want to try to do that, the Lord's like, I'll let you do that, but this is what you'll receive. You're just going to lie down in torment. Because mm. you're not trusting, you're not trusting God. It's just that self-effort, and like the whole, uh, you know, anytime we get, a, I like how Mike would put it, um, and you as well. Anytime we get away from what has already been done, the finished work. Anytime, if it's any program or teaching or or system, whatever it is, if it gets us away from what God has already done in Christ, well, you just get ready for some more failure. Because you can't add to what God has already done. Crucified us with Christ. Now righteous holy saints. You're dead to sin. You're alive to God. You try to add to that. And it won't work. Because the only thing that ever worked is the finished work. Another verse wow. is yeah, the, the Psalm 108 verse 12. Deliverance with man is in vain. Or deliverance by man is in vain. Uh, I spent years of praying that, Lord, deliver me from this sin. And then eventually he showed me, it's like, I have delivered you. I want you to agree with me. Trust me, son. I want you to trust me. Trust me. Depend on me. You know, is what, what the Father and Jesus simply saying to me, just trust me. Trust me that I've already done it for you. And now I want to be your moment by moment victory. But the more I tried in my own strength and resource, the flesh, even though it was good-looking flesh, trying to get victory or attain victory, it just kept me. It just kept setting me back into more failure. I, I, again, how Mike would put it, it's like I was trying to break into a room that I was already in. The mm. room was freedom, righteousness, sanctified, uh, victorious. I was trying to get that as if God hadn't already given it to me, and so that was the massive deception in my life. I uh, was trying to get what God had already given us. Um, I think that's common for so many. And and just know that you are delivered and, and folks, you're, you are free indeed. You have the victory. Um, and that's the first step is to know that. And then to begin walking in that, one starting block, and there's a lot more we can continue on talking. We may just, we'll do another one to continue the conversation, is to come to the conclusion, the truth 
I am dead to sin. It has no authority over me. I am alive to God in Christ Jesus. It's done. Therefore, I'm making a choice. I'm not going to let sin, that principle, that power that has its lust and only in its desires for my harm, not for my good, I'm not going to let that reign in my body. I'm going to present myself as one who's already alive. I'm not presenting to get more alive as one who is right now alive as an instrument of righteousness to God. Father, I present what you have made and the righteousness of Christ that I am. I present that to you, my body to you right now. And that, if you just get that, let that be a starting point. And we ask you to search the scriptures and, and learn to rest in the truth of who you are and then to walk in that. And we'll talk more about how to walk. And do know sometimes this human body can work against you. It is, it's mortal and uh, it can work against you. And so you may need to see a doctor if if you feel you've got some imbalances in hormones or other physiological issues. Go to a trusted doctor and get that settled. That's perfectly okay. God, your spirit was crucified and made brand new, but your brand new spirit is living in a body that's just affected by this planet, by this world, by sin, and it's decaying and it malfunctions at times. Find the good doctor that can help you get that normalized, but just know a pill can help. It's not the answer. Christ is always the answer to experiencing his victory. But if your body's working against you, get some help to help normalize that. So let me encourage you as we continue, uh, we'll continue the conversation on freedom. Uh, Let me encourage you to whatever the Lord is uh, speaking to your heart, stop talking about it and thinking about it and start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.